It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So let's tell what our listeners. Let's tell our listeners who we have. Our incredible guest is Swami Kriyananda, also known as Swamiji, who is a direct disciple of the great master Parahansa Yogananda. Today he shares with us his new book, Parahansa Yogananda, a biography. It will be launched and highlighted at the Ford Amphitheater in Los Angeles, June 24th. So we are celebrating this with him today, and it's wonderful. You are listening to the International Taz and Paula Show, and I'm Paula. And I'm Taz. At the age of 22, Swami Kriyananda began the adventure of his lifetime. Um, His two consuming desires were to find God and to help others find him. His guide was the great yogi Paramhansa Yogananda, So Swamiji dedicated 63 years of his life to spreading the teachings and the spirit of his great guru, inspiring thousands all over the world. Swamiji said the Paramhansa Yogananda gave Los Angeles area a special name. We'll share that with you all in just a little bit. Well, uh, we spoke to Swamiji, the founder of Ananda Village, located in Nevada City, last January. And during our interview, Swamiji told us about all the tulips that he had up there. It was more than 9,000. <laughs> and I could, I could hardly wait to go see the beautiful uh, village. So I, in April, I went up there and spent the night and actually got to speak to you, Swamiji, and it was wonderful. It was, I had wonderful meals. I meditated. I did yoga. And it's just a wonderful center. Did you like the tulips? Oh yes, yes, yes. The tulips are gorgeous. I have yeah. to, I have pitch, I have pictures of the tulips on my website, so it's it's wonderful. Well, you, don't want you know, it's, now, it's still beautiful without the tulips. Oh yes, the trees. I mean, and you look. If it was in my imagination, I think I could hear the river and the canyon below you. Yeah. No, you can. Oh. <laughs> so uh, you have this new book out, and it's amazing to me, sorry, G, that you wrote this after you read the book in 1948, the autobiography of the yogi of a yogi, and that brought you to Los Angeles. And now you're writing a biography about him. What uh, made you do this? Is it to expand well, the it, knowledge? It just amazes me that I never thought to write it before. No one has thought to write it. It's 53 years since he left his body, 52 years since he left his body, and 62. And nobody has written his biography yet. I feel very shameful that it's taken me so long. But I tell you, his book could tell about many other saints. 
it's called a glorious book of uh, his wonderful attitudes toward life. But he couldn't tell about his greatness. He couldn't tell about the miracles he performed. He couldn't tell about the effect that he had on other people. This I could do. Oh, and you well, did it so well. I show some of those stories as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're, they're wonderful stories. And they're miracles and uh, graciousness. I show his characteristics. Of, um, you know, you'd look into his eyes and it was like looking into in, infinity. There was no ego there. He was just only thinking of helping other people. It was a glorious person. I never in my life have met anybody his equal. There's a there's a painting of him in your gift shop at the village, and the eyes are so incredible. I mean, I just couldn't take yes. my eyes off of his eyes. Yeah. It must have been that way well, in real life. Very much so. And not only that, but there was a real power coming from them, the power of love and of bliss. Can you tell us about maybe his first years in America, what it was like for him? Well, he had quite a uphill job. It was a Christian country, basically. Of course, there were Jews and others, but basically Christian, and uh, certainly not Hindu. And many doors were closed to him. He had to open a lot of doors. He had to... He 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 was the most popular speaker in America at his time. He toured the, toured the country. Thousands and thousands came to his lectures. It was a most impressive showing. He had a heavy Bengali accent, but he could be he could be understood. And uh, um, I think people just were not prepared for so much. They they read his book and they think of him as gentle and sweet, which he was. But my God, the power in his voice! You, they were not prepared for that. Well, his stories are so simple yet uh, piercing with truth. Indeed, yes, very much so. Somehow you yeah. felt. Well, you know when I first met him. He gave me his unconditional love, which was an extraordinary thing to say to somebody. He accepted me as soon as I met him. I mean, within the first half hour. But uh, then he asked me for my unconditional love, and I said, certainly. But then he asked me for my unconditional obedience. Well, I've always been addicted, you might say, to truth. And uh, I I, I couldn't help asking him this question. I said, what if you ask me something that I don't agree with sometime? He said, I will never ask anything of you that God himself does not tell me to ask you. And I, I, in that case, I said, I give you my unconditional obedience. And he never betrayed that promise. Okay. He now, always, did you take... Everything did you keep a journal? Everything. What is that? Did you keep a journal? Uh, while you I were did. I did indeed, but I, these stories are from my memory, but his sayings, I have that in his journal. I have pages and pages of journal. In fact, he told me, write down these words. I remember we were talking one time and he turned to me and said, hey, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
can you tell us a story that maybe stands out in your mind? And probably there's so many, but maybe you can grab one that uh, your time with him that was that, like I said, stands out in your memory. Well, the one that stands out particularly was one time out at Twenty Nine Palms where he had a retreat, and I spent a lot of time with him out there. And uh, he was editing his commentaries on the Bhagavad Gita. And I was sitting on the floor, and I was just thinking what a fortunate it was to be his disciple. And he didn't say anything, but after after he finished, about half an hour later, he asked me to help him to his feet, and I got up and helped him. And he looked at me very closely in the eyes. He said, just a bulge of the ocean. He never wanted us to think of him as the guru. God is the guru. And he never wanted to be... I have disciples. He said they are God's disciples. He never had any egoic reference. Does he come to you now? I feel his presence all the time. And do you receive messages from him now? Yes. Yes, I do. Sometimes important messages. It's, uh, well... I know one important message is community. Well, that was a message he delivered in Beverly Hills at a garden party. And he talked about what he talked about for many years. But on that occasion, he was very powerful on the subject of starting communities. And uh, I vowed that I would do so. And in 1968, I bought my first land, 67 actually, my first land to start a community. Now we have nine communities in the world. About a thousand people live in all of them together, and uh, they're thriving. Wow. I know you did. Swamiji, you you have um, in one of your um, uh, uh, communications with people, I think it was on a YouTube that I saw, you said that um, Paramahansa Yogananda named Los Angeles Varanamas, Varanas. What does that mean? Uh-huh. He said it's the Benares of America. You know, I've often wondered about that. There is certainly a great deal of spirituality in Los Angeles. People talk of the goofiness there, but people don't even... <laughs> They don't show their goofiness even, except in the things they're in. (laughs) I don't know if... I always feel a special feeling when I'm there, so... Even though it's creepy. (laughs) When I land in Los Angeles in the airport, I feel it immediately. And I think that, you know, the theosophists had a theory, or something or other, that... uh, this was a high civilization many, many centuries ago. So there is a great spiritual power there. The spiritual power. Uh, that, uh, yeah. I, we can, you know, we can feel it. Paula and I were down there recently, and it was, again, you know, no matter even if there's all the traffic and everything going on down there, there's an yeah. energy down there that that really is uplifting and full of light. Yes. Yes. 
We should tell their, our listeners that uh, they should visit the center down there if they uh, ever travel that way. By all means, yeah. do. Yes. Can you and give me the address? Yes, go ahead. Give, do you have the address on the top of your head, <laughs> Swamiji? I don't. Just <laughs> I, have, I have a secretary here who's writing it down. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. Say hello to him. The address of our center in Los Angeles. So he'll come back eventually. And okay. So, uh, <laughs> so you have centers all over the world. In fact, at the beginning yeah. of the year, you were traveling to India and Italy. And, yes. Uh, you brought a message to the people in India. Yes, I'll be going back there in September, too. I'll be so traveling all over the country. So uh, did you bring India a special message when you came the last time? Well, I didn't have one message. I had Yogananda's message. Okay, so it is... Oh, I have the 17th... On Sunday, I have a service in Los Angeles. But then, of course, as you know, I have a lecture at the, the Ford Amphitheater on uh, the the Saturday, the 24th, Sunday the 24th. And our address is 425 North Highland in Hollywood. And the Ford Amphitheater, you're going to have your book launching. That's uh, June 24th. Yes, June 24th. And you're going to be in... And you're going to be in the Sacramento Ananda Center, I believe, on June 20th, I heard. No, it's the, the 13th. Oh, the 13th. 13th. Oh. And going down on the 14th to Los Angeles, it will be the 13th. And I don't know my subject. I've written to them asking for a subject, but they haven't written me back yet. But you can call the center there. And whatever they suggest is probably what I'll talk about. <laughs> okay, you're you're open, right? I'm open. Well, and I'll, <laughs> and you know, you know what uh, I want to do? Uh, I want to go to your center in Italy. I I hear that that is a gorgeous center. Yes. Do you speak Italian? No. <laughs> okay. Well, I lecture in Italian in Italy. But uh, do come there. It's near Assisi, between Assisi and Gualdo Tavino. Oh, and it's right. Well, you have... Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, <clears throat> I I think from about an early age in your teen years, I think I remember reading about you that you have four languages that you speak. Do you speak more I at grew, this point? I grew. I grew up with Romanian, German, and English, and then I went to school in Switzerland, so I learned French. So that comes in handy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't speak Italian at that time. But now I speak it pretty well. I was in a store recently, and somebody heard me talking with some Americans. She knew me. She said, say, you talk good English. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, when I was up uh, last year uh, visiting uh, Nevada City, 
the Nanda Village there for, to see the beautiful tulips, there were uh, movie directors, and you were meeting with uh, people about uh, a movie. What's happening yeah. there? I have three movies going on. Uh, one is on my life. One is on the life of Yogananda. Another one is called Cities of Light, and it's about Ananda communities as a solution to the modern economic uh, crisis. When when are they coming out? Are well, they I don't it? know. Um, we hope to get the one on Ananda very soon, within a year. The one on Master, on Yogananda, will be... Um, we hope in a year. And John Irwin, uh, he's a well-known English director. And if I have his name wrong, you can correct it. But he's doing the one on my life. And that'll be out, I think, in a year or two. Now, is the one about the movie for Master, is that a takeoff on the book that you are presenting at this time? Yes, it is. I wrote the script, and uh, we have Giacomo Campiotti, who's a very well-known Italian director. He will be uh, directing it, and we're there. We're going to have him presented at, at the Ford Amphitheater too. Well, we want to let people know that you are actually a playwright yourself. So yes, you... I, I. That was my ambition when I was a young boy. When I was a young man. So no, you, I think uh, never thought it would come out this way. <laughs> you're mul- well, you're you know, multi-talented. You, oh, yeah. You're multi-talented because no. yeah, you, you write music and you're a playwright and um, in articles. Uh, I mean, you're... I've written novels and uh, prose works and... Heaven knows what else. I can't remember. <laughs> well, you know what's really fun is is that um, you have these cave. I, I feel like this deep humor within you that just exudes. And maybe, you know, I, I feel also that Paramahansa Yogananda was, probably had a great humor, too. He had a I wonderful mean, sense of humor. Yeah. yeah it was, the, the so I remember... You, right? I was sitting beside him in a theater once, and we were both laughing till the tears came down our cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? It's really really exciting uh, for us to see what you're doing. It's just... It must be exciting for you too, and you. Not only that, but you have you have a radio show that each Saturday at 10 a.m. Um, that specific time you're on for about 15 minutes. Um, uh, and, and I have TV shows, and I have a TV show that's going to be every day of the year in all English-speaking languages, coming out of Dubai. How and I'm on YouTube. I have about. 600,000 viewers on YouTube. Ooh. And uh, we want to share with everyone out there that your uh, website, uh, people can get information from your website, which is um, org, And they can actually listen to your biography on your website 
and your events and everything, so and articles. So people, we'll put your website up on our website so people can get Thank to you. it. Thank you. I'm an old fogey of 86, and I never watch it, but anyway, I'm glad it's there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you um, know, you have such energy, such tremendous energy. It, it must be a spirit that just kind of carries you through every day. I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh, I do okay. feel that. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I was talking to you uh, last year, you said you have trouble sleeping, so when you can't sleep, you just get up and write. <laughs> well, that's often true. That's often true. I wrote my commentaries. They were really memories of what Yogananda wrote um, of his Bhagavad Gita, and I wrote that in less than two months. And I wrote that biography of Yogananda in three weeks. So I guess there's a certain amount of energy there. <laughs> now, what uh, out of all the communities, which one is the newest? Is it the newest one is in Los Angeles? We're also starting one in Pune, and we have one in Gurgaon, and uh, the DLF, which is a major pro- property in Delhi, is giving us the building for us the spiritual center of that community, which will be a major thing for us. And where's that at? It'll be in outside Delhi in Gurgaon. That's a suburb of Delhi. And you have, uh, I, if I remember correctly, um, you have, uh, you're building a university, or is that is that right? We have a university coming up in Laurelwood, in Oregon. We've had it at the village, but uh, now we're going to a larger facility. It just keeps expanding. Um, we, have a, a, we have an education for life system, which uh, we have several schools throughout the world, and it teaches people, teaches children how to be happy, not just how to get a job how to get along with people, how to how to succeed as human beings and not just as uh, um, robots in the office. So that's very important now. Very important. When uh, children come to your um, center, how, how do they um, connect with the people within the area, do they love it too or I mean do they like coming back or can you tell us any stories about that? I don't quite understand your question. Well I'm kinda of wondering, um, being that the centers are so peaceful and so joyful that I wonder when the children come to the centers, how do you see them responding? How you know, do they want to come back, or are you preparing any well, I can say, area for I can children? say this. In the scholastic world, in the top 99 percentile, which is pretty darn good, when they leave the school because their parents move away or whatever reason, they always fare very well in their schools. They become leaders of their student body, and they're outstanding students. Now, when I was at the village in Nevada 
a city, uh, the people that live there actually work out in, in the community. Um, they had Some jobs work in out the community. Yeah. Some work outside, but most work in the community, I'd say. And what was and you have your own vegetables and and um, yes. and the food there is wonderful. Now, wonderful. what can you tell our listeners what the importance of community is? The importance of community is having if you have um, well, it's level it's value is on many levels. Economically, it's very important. We're coming to a time of massive economic depression. And communities will be a place where you can grow your own food, have your own water, have everything that you need right there on the land. Community is um, necessary because nobody has any one talent. And uh, if you live with others, you have enough people. Each one can do something um, to meet the various needs of life. In a spiritual way, having people who are... Uh, on the spiritual path with you, Yogananda used to say that environment is more important than willpower. When you have friends who are on the path, they help you in your down periods, and they help to uplift you at all times. Mm-hmm. So in many ways, somebody was here recently, he said I didn't, afterwards he wrote me a letter saying, I didn't see, didn't meet one unkind person. That's quite a good statement. And that's true. That's so true. And everybody's smiling. I mean, you yeah. can feel it. And I think the the vibration is, the love vibration is easier to keep when there's so many together with that same vibration. Indeed. Indeed. So, uh, we want everybody to know about your new book. And um, yes, and uh, we want people to know that you're going to have a book launching on June 24th at the Ford Amphitheater in, in uh, Los Angeles. And we can't wait to find out when the the new movies are coming out. Uh, do you know which movie is going to come first? I think the Cities of Light will come out first. That's about Ananda. It begins in Zuccotti Park with all the protests against the economy and everything, then it shows Ananda as the solution to that problem. Instead of protesting, we offer a solution. Well, that's unusual in this day and age. Usually people are complaining but have no solutions. So this is very good. I think it'll be very good. So... uh, you Your want to give out, Swamiji, his, give out Swami's um, website, Paula? Yes. It's www.swami. Kriyananda, that's spelled K-R-I-Y-A-N-A-N-D-A dot org. And when, people will be able to uh, actually... Uh, buy the book after June 24th? They're able to buy it now, but that's really launching it. I'll be launching a few other books at the same time. What are those books? Well, do we have time to talk about it? I'm happy to talk about it. Sure we do. 
Okay. Well, one was a fantasy I wrote years ago. I uh, was starting to read. I just, in an idle moment, picked up The Wizard of Oz. And I got as far as the Yellow Brick Road, which is, you know, is right at the beginning of the story. And suddenly I got this idea to write a children's story. So I wrote this story. It's called The Time Tunnel. And it's when I had, I was in Romania. My brother and I used to vacation in the Carpathian Alps. And we were in the, in the Carpathian Forest there, and we came upon a ruined laboratory. And at the back of this laboratory, there was a tunnel. And they went into this tunnel, and they gradually became reduced to nothing, and suddenly they were encased in a sphere of light. And uh, the, that is to say, when you if you want to go beyond time, you have to get out of ego. And uh, so your ego has to become zero. And in that, from that sphere of timelessness, they're able to go forward and backward in time. And so it's an adventure, sort of a romp through time. So that's one book, and it's great fun. I think it may be a bestseller, and parents will be stealing it from their children. I could see a movie made of that one, too. Definitely, I can see a movie. I've written a script for it, but so far no takers. In fact, no offers. <laughs> I haven't offered it to anybody yet. And then I wrote a book called Pilgrimage to Guadalupe. And uh, this is a story of a man who he lost his wife and he's at the graveside. And suddenly uh, the Virgin of Guadalupe appears and says, seek me, and so he goes on a pilgrimage. And it's really, it's a, a very good story. It's a lot of dialogues with different people of different consciousness. And uh, then I've written a book called Yogananda for the World, in which it tells my story, how Yogananda's mission is really for the whole world. It's not a separate little small organization. And so it tells some pretty hard truths there. And then we have another book coming out by John Parsons on a lawsuit between the, the, uh, his organization launched against me in 1990. It went for 12 years. And it's a very good story. So he'll be there and help to introduce that book. And uh, so anyway, those are several books coming out, and I'll mention them all at the at the event. Well, I don't know if you do if you if you ever sleep with all these books coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Yogananda's teachings taught us how to concentrate. And so I can concentrate pretty well. I wrote that time tunnel in two weeks and uh, um so on. <laughs> wow. So is that part of the meditation fine. technique that can help you concentrate? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you so certainly, you, you know, inspire people as you are around them, I am sure. Uh, you know, you just can't help it. It's such wonderful energy to be in your presence, and we are so thankful to have you with us. Whenever you have a spot of time, we'd love to share it always with you. Now, um, uh, I want a. Qu- I, I have a question. Uh, when I was at the village, everyone was wearing royal blue. 
What is that we I started a new Swami order. It's a Naya Swami. Naya means new in Sanskrit and Hindi. And uh, this is, instead of saying what we don't want, it's more focused on what we do want, samadhi, oneness with God. And uh, it's a very beautiful order. And married people as well as single people are allowed to be in this if they have given up everything and are living for God. So we have about 600 members, I think, or maybe 700 in the world right now. And some of them are Naya Swami, some of them are Brahmacharis, which is the first stage toward that, or Tyagis if they're married, and some are pilgrims, which is just saying, I would like to begin this, this course. Well, I took a, a meditation course when I was at the village, and it was it's very useful. And I, yeah. I tell everyone yeah. go go to the village for a retreat because you leave so peaceful. And people um, will enjoy it. Yes, yes. Well, we thank you for being with us today. Uh, is there thank any you, last? Is there any last message you want to tell everyone? I would say that in the last run, the only thing that's important is love God. And, uh, God, is, God is infinitely lovable. People think of him as a stern judge. He's not that. He's your own higher self. And he is the most lovable thing in the universe. Love him and love him for his bliss. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, and everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having and me. And everyone out there that's listening, be sure to uh, look for uh, Swami's new book, Parahansa Yogananda: A Biography, and it has some delightful stories and truths in it. So thank you, and um, have a beautiful day where you're at, because I know it's beautiful up there. Thank you very much. And many blessings to you. And to you also. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.